Hello, hello, and welcome to mini-sode number two of Ask Dr. Jessica. I am your host, Dr. Jessica Hockman. In this week's mini-sode, we are going to talk about rattlesnake bites. So I live in Southern California, and right now it is rattlesnake season. So I thought it would be helpful to review how to avoid rattlesnake bites and what to do should you get bit. So overall, bites are fairly uncommon. There are about 8,000 venomous snake bites every year in the United States. In fact, until last week, I have not seen a single patient bitten by a rattlesnake in my almost 11 years of practicing pediatrics. So my sweet five-year-old nephew was recently bit by a rattlesnake. Now, before I get into his story, I want to reassure you that he is now doing great. So last week, Abe was hiking in the Santa Monica Mountains, and he reached his hands into a bush, and he was bit by a snake. Now, shortly after being bitten, his hands began to swell, they looked red and blue, and his parents rushed him to the emergency room. Now, the treatment for rattlesnake bites is something called antivenom, or the brand name Crofab. Now, here's the thing to note. Crofab, it is very expensive, and not every hospital carries it, and it really works best if it's given shortly after a bite, ideally within six hours or sooner. Now, my brother-in-law, he had the foresight to call the emergency room ahead of time to make sure they carried the Crofab, and he found out they, in fact, did not carry it. So then he called the next closest hospital, UCLA, and he found that they did carry the Crofab. Now, by the time they arrived to UCLA, my nephew was definitely showing side effects from the venom. He was stumbling while walking, he had slurred speech, he felt woozy, and he was acting more tired than typical. He was soon thereafter given Crofab, and his symptoms immediately improved. He was next admitted to the PICU, the pediatric ICU, And he was watched for 24 hours and sent home the following day. And I am thrilled to say today Abe is completely back to his normal self. So let's talk about what we can do to stay safe and prevent rattlesnake bites. The first thing to think about is that when you're on a hike, remember to stay on the hiking path and do not venture into bushes and weeds. Keep in mind that rattlesnakes, they do not want to be aggressive with humans. They actually prefer to avoid people. Snakes prefer to capture their prey like mice. When they do bite humans, it's often because they were surprised and it comes from self-defense. The other thing to point out is that if you hear a rattle, that's a great sign to go the other direction. Now, in the unfortunate event of a rattlesnake bite, what should you do? All right, so first, here are a couple of things not to do. Do not try to suck the venom out. This is a myth and it is not helpful. Also, do not apply a tourniquet around a body part. Now, this may surprise some of you because I've definitely seen this done in movies before, but it is actually not helpful and can, in fact, decrease circulation. Now, what should you do? I would definitely remove any clothing that potentially is restricting circulation, like watches or shoes. I would go to the hospital ASAP, and on the way to the hospital, I would make sure that they carry the antivenom. Now, what can happen from a dreaded venomous snake bite? So first, I will tell you that the odds of surviving are very good. Over 99.9% of humans survive rattlesnake bites, but the venom carries toxins. And it's kind of creepy when you think about it, but these toxins are designed to make it easy for a snake to capture its prey. So the bites will often cause signs of muscle weakness, paralysis, pain, and circulation issues. So it definitely felt a bit unnerving when we saw my nephew show signs of difficulty walking and when he was overall moving slower. Thankfully, though, he is now doing okay. So here are some overall takeaway points. First, try to hike on well-used trails and don't stray from the visible path. Second, 
Don't put your hands in places you can't see. Third, if you happen to see a snake, keep some distance. They will retreat if given enough space. Fourth, if you are at home and find a snake, call the fire department. They will help you. And lastly, if you can remember one thing from this talk, if someone has been bit by a snake, go immediately to a medical facility that carries antivenom. I hope you have enjoyed this mini episode on rattlesnakes. If you have an idea for future episodes, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram and I will do my best to take your idea into consideration. And just as a reminder, if you have any specific personal medical questions, please call your medical provider. Thank you so much for listening. Your support is what helps this podcast grow.